0: Welcome back to Unearth Yourself. My name is Ricardo Siebert. Dawn Suggs.
1: Casey Spire. Courtney Miller.
0: We're coming back on our second episode here, folks, to talk about how we've unearthed ourselves and what part of ourselves are we looking to unearth next. And something I just want to bring to the table is the astrology for today is about pretty much diving deep into the next zone of growth and expansion for us. So it's kind of just on point with the whole like little mm-hmm. podcast, to be honest uh the mars uranus conjunction but all that good stuff aside does anyone want to sound off the alarm and share a little thing that they've unearthed for themselves
2: casey wants to uh, so she's <laughs> the one who kind of <laughs> brought just knows. this to our attention yeah. about yeah. about the nudges totally. she's been experiencing with um and and i would say her career and business like sector okay let's
1: talk Thank you, Courtney.
2: Yeah, of course. course.
1: (laughs) Just like reading my energy.
2: Please, Casey, just take, take take it away.
1: So yeah, I mean that's like something that's really alive for me right now is just kind of I feel like I'm getting ready to step into this new portal of me, this expansion, and. Oftentimes in the past, it shows up with these nudges and you can call it like an intuitive nudge or spiritual nudge. Um, but it's, it's kind of like an unexplainable feeling that I get and like, I'll just get like ideas come through or messages, um, and it's in the direction of where my heart is desiring to go. And it also feels really uncomfortable and really big and really scary. And so that's really been coming up for me a lot lately. Um, I keep getting these nudges and these messages. And so many synchronicities have been happening for me um, and, like in the material world. And so I'm like, okay, I see you. All of this is starting to make sense. I'm putting pieces together. But it's also like, there's that like, human like doubt that comes through and it's like but wait like is this actually happening like am I actually hearing everything correctly like am I supposed to be going in this direction is this gonna work like so it's it I'm kind of having this like inner battle of like yes go like this all makes sense this is everything you want and this is your expansion and it's time and it feels so right but it's also like oh no like I'm comfortable and that feels really big and and what if it doesn't work right then it's also like what if it does work like you have to go find out
2: one of the things that i've noticed that casey is really good at and i've talked about it i used to run a sales team and i would I- explain that they need to have the awareness and have their ears perked up and understand that when you hear messages from people oh, let's just say like because i used to sell nutritional products i still do and uh i you know it's like you hear someone talk about the backache they have or something it's like as a salesperson it's like okay pick up on those things but Also in life, you know, you have to ask yourself, how aware are you of the opportunities that are passing by you every day, every moment? And Mm -hmm. um, if you step more into that awareness and that consciousness, you're kind of like, Oh, that was this great opportunity. And what I've noticed with Casey when she shares things with me about like, Oh yeah, this was said today by so-and-so and reminded me of so-and-so. And I think that it's just, it's because she's aware, she's awake. And that's another important point I think to make is you have to kind of ask yourself, what are these things that are passing by you that you're not a hundred percent feeling or picking up into? Cause some people feel like, Oh, there's no opportunity around me. And I feel like there's nothing happening for me. But in reality, where are those intuitive nudges, as she was saying, and how, how, how can you uh, identify those things?
0: Um, do you want to go? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, um, I feel like the important thing there is to, to have curiosity and not bulldoze. Because I feel like one of the things that happens is we will have stuff come in and we'll just like dis- disregard it. And then that kind of shuts down the intuition and the messages are probably still coming, but our awareness of them is not open for them. And I just actually had a dream like two or three nights ago about creating a product that kind of exists, but not in this specific way. And literally in my dream, like me and this other person spirit or whoever went through like what it should be called, how to market it, what it looks like, how to design it, like literally everything. And then I like woke up and I wrote it all down and it was super random And I've been asking myself, like, am I supposed to actually create this thing? Mm -hmm. Because this is so different than what I do in my day-to-day life. Yeah,
1: and I I think you have the choice too, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like creativity, like, ideas come to us, like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you get to decide, like, okay, Mm -hmm. does this light me up? Am I excited about this? Like, do I want to create this? And Mm -hmm. like, if you do, then great. That's like inspiration flowing through and it wants to be created through you. But you also have the power to say, actually, no, like, that doesn't feel aligned or not right now or whatever. Yeah.
0: I mean, Albert Einstein says that like, imagination is the the foreshadowing of things to come. Mm-hmm. The truth is, if most people have these great ideas, I mean, all of us have great ideas. I'm not taking anything away about that, but what do we give life to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, if you have a dream is something like you want to make it real maybe it's only a, a matter and a time of something that wants to show for but it's honestly you give the green light i think mm-hmm. you have the free will to do that to, to, to touch on what you were saying though as an astrologer you know most people lose the concept like oh nothing ever good happens to me or like everything needs to happen to me nothing happened ricky like what's but the, the fact <laughs> of the matter is like hey you're the one charting your whole freaking life you know what are you going to take action on is up to you Mm -hmm. so for me i like try and you know you can identify a lot of things but i will say this is where you can call it like the alchemist effect where it's like hey whatever shows up to you how can you make in your benefit and usually like you turn lemons into lemonade kind of thing and like when those opportunities show up and you kind of pinpoint and you see them for me it could be like something like the stars or whatever the hell and not that there's that's the only way it comes up yeah. you know that there's elements where it's like, hey, that's charting you to go create that, go take action, move into it. Because most people, society has told us, don't worry about it, it'll never happen, blah, 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 blah. mediocrity, mediocrity, mediocrity. But the funny thing is that like, sometimes screw it do it see what happens yeah
1: (laughs) and i feel like there's something also to be said about when the synchronicities keep happening right like if you keep having dreams about this or if things start showing up that you know and you're like wait a minute like whoa you know like maybe listen to that right but like yeah you just you also have the freedom um but i'm actually personally experiencing that like Mm -hmm. so many synchronicities and i can say no i can be like no actually i don't but it's like There's something I know with these Mm. synchronicities that are leading to something bigger. You can feel it. And it's a feeling that I know. So, it's it's like, okay, maybe I do want to explore that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I also want to identify, I would tell people to, God, okay, works through other human beings. Oh, yeah. And through nature. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember she was actually going to renew a lease recently on the house that she's in in Boulder. And she kept saying, oh, what was the bird that you wanted to see if some, if you were staying? And there was a bird that you would see yeah. if you were leaving. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's just funny that <laughs> she would pick these things up. <laughs> she could get into that. She wants to. But it's just, it's, it's omen, like, you, you're, you're almost asking God for, like, send me this message through this. Totally. Yes. Like, you're, send me this message if A or B is supposed to happen. And I mean, again, like, depending on your level of intuition and, like, how attuned you are. I'm just kidding. But it, <laughs> you will probably receive those messages and I also say that if you want things to work you have to work with other people there was um, a friend of mine which was sick she was in another country and then uh, it was like I was I was saying she was so she was not feeling good and I said you need to like communicate with other people and just stand outside or something she did exactly that minutes later somebody randomly was hearing her coughing gave her medicine gave her a bottle of water like just took care of her and in a way it's almost like we have to learn how to receive and we have to be again back to that we have to be aware of what's happening and what are people saying around us and then how is nature communicating with us and because this is this is like I would say the divine language and you have to follow that divine language as she was saying the dreams that's super divine that's super spiritual mm-hmm. you know you're following a dream or an idea and it's inspiring you to do this or this and we used to listen to this guy named Bashar he's like a spiritual leader oh, dang, and he would guy. say things like Follow your highest excitement, you know, and it's, if you look I'd at an idea, that shit. Yeah, they're, they're, if, mm-hmm. beat, if you think yeah. of an idea or you have an affirmation around an idea or something, let's say for Courtney, he's having this dream, has an idea, like fall, if it does, it still excite you. Does there, is there, it, And it doesn't have to, it fades, you know, I'm not saying that you're always going to feel giddy about that thing, whatever it is you're thinking about. However, I do feel that it has to give you some level of excitement, some level of completion mm-hmm. and fulfillment.
3: Follow your hobby. I think there's something really important though, with this because knowing human design and our astrology, like it can really help us see. I think what can happen is sometimes sometimes people will get really inspired by like a lot of different things. I'm a Gemini. I tend to have a little bit of this like squirrel kind of mind so I'm like oh that's exciting that's exciting that's exciting like I really Mm -hmm. won't actually get anything done if I follow all of those Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. so something that you said earlier about it coming up like something coming up like again and again like Mm -hmm. if there is something haunting you like sometimes things will come for in for me a year or two or even like five years before I'm actually ready to act on them. But they are always kind of there and they'll come up for me again every year. You know, I'm just like, maybe I should do something that maybe I want to go somewhere with that. And like, I'm not quite ready as a soul. I haven't maybe learned all the experiences or haven't done the thing I need to do to get ready for that. But it's like, it keeps coming up for a reason And I think that's a super important thing for people like me, at least. Yeah.
0: Something, you know, we talked about is uh, there's a huge thing happening in the astrology for folks. And like, we're all kind of going through a quantum leap, if you want to call it that. But it's really about what we've been stuck to and stable with for so long that is actually getting shifted. And that is where actually we got to realize, hey, there's something new that wants to enter. Mm -hmm. And so my thing, and Casey Mm -hmm. was picking up, is like the breadcrumbs. God's already shown up something for you. What are you going to go do about Mm -hmm. that? Now, out of the context of just astrology, to run on what Dylan was just saying, follow your highest excitement, that is a spiritual principle I really listen to because excitement is the self-propelling engine that always leads to more excitement well you
3: are triple fire Well,
0: well that's not my excuse just because i have triple fire that's no fucking excuse every human can do this that is your model i won't lie my sacral energy goes faster because i notice (laughs) when you add excitement on excitement i'm a sag it organizes everything excitement organizes everything because if you're not or if you're not excited about it, you don't give a shit, and you get in your head and you rip it apart, and it doesn't happen for
1: mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's the caffeine yeah. Of and the you life. don't do the work <laughs> behind it. You don't show up for it, right? Like you have to have the excitement.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it could be like lounging, reading a book in a hammock. I, I could be super excited for that. It doesn't need to always be a roller coaster state. It can be anything, you know.
1: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Courtney, I would love to know, how have you in the past known when it's time to take the action? When you start feeling these these nudges or having dreams or getting ideas, like you said, there's sometimes things that will come through, but you're like, oh, it's not time yet. Like, mm-hmm. when do you know it's mm-hmm. time? I think um, I'll, I'll use a recent example there
3: is this coping styles course I've been wanting to take that my therapist has been working with me using. Um, it's it's basically this whole like philosophy around kind of why we are the way that we are and these different archetypes, which I love because I love astrology. And that came in for me like a year ago and it was way cheaper then. I probably had more time, but I just like wasn't in the mental capacity for it. I felt attracted to it. I was interested in it. I knew I thought I needed it but like wasn't really sure and then recently I was like you know I really feel like I want to go more into like studying therapeutic techniques and psychology and then it just like came back in like I got an email and it was like the coping styles course live intensive is happening again in like a week and I'm like okay (laughs) well it's like my interaction Mm -hmm. with the universe of That was always there. I kind of like, it went on mute for a second. And then I'm like, universe, this is what I'm looking for. And they just kind of presented the opportunity again. And I think because my brain was already primed or already interested in that thing, it felt like a hell yes, I don't Mm -hmm. have to think about this. Like, I know I want to invest in this.
2: I want to also say that that's kind of how this whole podcast started mm-hmm. in the first place <laughs> and um, so meta we There's actually that yeah really gone so that. It's, it's like for me personally it's been I have a podcast and I love doing what I'm doing I love sharing all these things however I feel that there are other cultural and interesting more deep topics about maybe even ourselves like our psychology and things that I wanted to talk about but I also wanted to have a lot of fun doing it it, and I wanted to add in so many other perspectives and so contrary to just interviewing a bunch of people which I was interested in doing as well um, we could just do like an eclectic group of people and so Courtney and I had a similar issue and then we uh, like with our podcast being like we're so serious and like we can't really just lay let loose <laughs> oh, nice. it, you know what I mean and and, and really uh, uh, communicate ideas in a fun and eclectic way
0: That's the and burden.
2: then Casey you, you destroyed that last, that last podcast
0: you were a, you were a hoop bro it was hilarious yeah i like <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, uh, Casey, like... Also wanted to start her own podcast and does plan on starting her own podcast and so we obviously wanted to bring her intuition and her uh, her own eclectic style as well and I think that like the idea of you never know really until you again it presents itself um, of course me and Ricky I don't have to say it's like we've just been talking about having a podcast for so long we're we're talked till three in the morning all the I time just
0: chilling in your room though, like what are we doing what are we, what are we doing here yeah yeah and, like, and I, I, this conversation is a podcast this there's already been twenty that have been made but they have been posted anyway. I talk with
2: Ricky. And I'm like, we should just talk more about it
0: we don't need to be about it like at all we should just keep talking just him
2: keep him talking, talking. Just, just um, <laughs> but I do think that what's important is like so we started that that commitment that's what's important is you might be getting these nudges and these things and like she asked the question like how do you know when you're ready to actually start it and then it's like more a bigger nudge comes mm-hmm. in like it's an email that comes in that says ABC it's
1: like here you go and, yeah. and that's how
2: I think God works for people because it was really just a conversation I was having with Courtney about something completely different and I got onto this topic of a struggle I'm having and something I'm, I'm wanting to expand into some ideas and then she was like oh i want to have another i want to start another podcast too that's so and so and i'm like i would love to do that too and i think that once again you don't have to have it all figured out I can go on and on and on mm-hmm. about stories where I'm like I commit and figure it out later I commit first then figure it out later it's just this thing that we as soon as you commit to it now you've got the nudges now you're like okay I'm starting this program or I'm starting this business or I'm starting this you know, new idea and then once you do it you do not need to sit there and be like I need to plan everything right now you're not gonna know everything until you start and I wanna just say and finish And we, I know there's so many nudges <laughs> right now yeah. I like, yeah. oh, but uh, I you, also you, want to say that to we literally work. kept doing the unknowns. Uh, we even had a podcast we did last week. That we try to start the podcast and it didn't even record mysteriously <laughs> however we it's what like happens? blaming someone oh, uh no but we we didn't record it or at least it didn't get recorded but we still showed up perfect. today for example without even the name of our podcast and again it's like if we were to get stuck on just trying to find the name yeah. and we're like oh i just feel like we really don't know no we didn't even know we just committed we're like we're gonna meet we're gonna make it happen and here we are and this totally. is just the full-on i guess you could even say the revealing of what's what's happening. This is like f- step three or four or five, but we could never have figured that out if we mm-hmm. just didn't commit,
1: yeah. And I just want to add that something that I feel is important to bring up is along with um like the action on an idea, like maybe we have an idea and it might actually look a little bit different than we think it's going to look, right? Like always. I- and so to be open to that, right? So so for me personally, I have wanted to start a podcast for a handful of years, but it, it never felt like time. And I'm always mm. really good about like knowing. Like I, I just get the the, mm-hmm. the message. It's yeah. like okay, now, like right now is the time, but it hasn't felt that way until recently. Um but it's actually interesting because I've really been sitting with like, do I actually want to start my own podcast? Like, this is actually way more fulfilling for me, like podcasting with the three of you. Yeah. And so it's like, maybe this is my version of podcasting and it's even better than what it would be mm-hmm. doing it on my own. And I could totally like go way deep with that as being a projector and I have undefined throat center, mm-hmm. all of these things that I'm like, oh, yes, that makes you sense. Do right? better, like I bouncing off. Do yeah. better mm-hmm. with people. And I'm sure all of you, I'm pretty sure you do, Dylan. I looked at your chart. Like, I'm pretty sure all of you probably have a defined throat. And so, for me...
0: I do. Exactly,
1: right? So, it's like, of course, like, God, universe, source, whatever, have Mm -hmm. you, like, brought all of us together to create something really great? And, um, yeah, so, I I may or may not create my own podcast, but this might be what that, what universe is like, oh, like, this is what you want, and this is actually going to be the best version. Mm -hmm. One Mm
0: -hmm. thing I find, and this is huge, we're kind of almost getting into meta zone, but I, I... I must keep this fully to myself, but I love talking about it because I I genuinely incorporate tons of energy into this, honestly. But like imagination is only the blueprint of what you're going to create. It's where we get Mm. attached to what that blueprint is going to be is where we don't take, it's an over analysis paralysis. Would I want to go do that thing? And I'm excited and I can see that vision go send off. It's never in the 3d the same way I imagined it, Mm -hmm. but that's the perfection in that is usually the story. Okay. So so it's like, screw it. I want to go do that thing. Just compel into that direction nine out of ten usually something comes out and if it wasn't what i needed it showed me more of what i did
2: casey has a mantra uh, the mantra is best case scenario yeah
1: that's my daily mantra i write it down and say it to myself every day is that everything is always working out for me best case scenario Mm. um and then the universe mirrors that um i want to touch on something but i feel like you wanted to say something courtney yes but i can hold it well (laughs) I hold my pee really well. I can also <laughs> hold my mouth. <laughs> well, this is kind of going back to what you said about how, like, ideas, it, like, this idea came to you. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, a deep desire in my heart, and I want to create it. It was just, mm-hmm. like, a dream. And you're like, am I supposed to do this? <laughs> so uh, That's like, exactly I, like. I don't know if anyone knows Elizabeth Gilbert. She's one of my favorite authors and humans. Mm-hmm. She has a book called Big, Big Magic, and she talks a lot about this idea of, like, Um, ideas that come to us right it's almost like they're their own energy Mm -hmm. and they're like I am picking you like you're the human that I want to bring me to life right and Mm. so it's like it's almost like this idea is choosing you because no one's going to create it in the way that you are going to right Mm -hmm. but it's also like if it's not feeling exciting or aligned you can say no but like also, that idea will probably go pick another human. Yeah, it's like floating around in yeah. the ether, and they're like that's, dropping down. That's like that was
0: a crazy idea that came in one month. I don't know when it was, but it kept that. That idea was said by so many people. Yeah, yeah. you know who's not if you're not going to take that seat, mm-hmm. that God mm-hmm. or whatever that one right. state, that one thing um that idea is ready to just like hey you're not going to take this well it's going to happen and there's some trippy things in astrology where it's like this is having to manifest so like do you want yeah, it do you want yeah. the job okay no let's like, screw right. it like we're going to the next person so
3: so yeah. i feel like Don't wait. i'm glad that you said that first because i feel like the key here is the follow-through i have kind of two stories off of that i was talking to a psychic medium and she was like yeah my husband has had this idea for years and years but we have five kids And he's always talked about making it, but he's never had time. And then last year, we walked past the store and saw it in the window. And it was like Mm -hmm. he lost that opportunity because he didn't follow through. Mm. And like recently, Mm. I had a friend, I think it was like a year ago or uh, yeah, a year and a half ago, started a podcast. I was really stoked. I was like, I don't know. I feel like this girl has this energy that could blow up. Like she just. Gave off that vibe of like I think she could be really successful with this, and then I checked back on her podcast and she only did like four episodes, and I was like, she had something there, but it was the lack of consistency, the lack of the Mm. earth in someone's chart. Mm -hmm. When you have so much fire or so much water, you can be emotionally intrigued or fired up about something. Mm -hmm. You can start, but can you see (laughs) it through? And that's like the biggest hardest part. And you have to discover you have to discover also like looking at your birth chart your human design knowing yourself just on a personal level you have to discover what helps you follow through because casey knows okay i'm a projector Mm -hmm. i might need other people to facilitate something Mm -hmm. or maybe you know whatever else like everyone else thinks about themselves but that's like without that consistency nothing real happens
1: Yeah. And I think also just understanding your personality type, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm motivated by freedom and fun. Mm -hmm. So if you want me to get something done, it has to be fun and I have to feel free. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah.
0: I love that. Cool. There's something, um, you know, I want to stay on the topic of unearthing, but as you ladies have been talking and, and Dylan as well, and we're going back and forth here, I'm just thinking like, where are the elements of where like I've unearthed something about myself and it's funny because all those elements of like, I could do that just of the possibility would be Mm. cool enough. Could I really, and I don't know if anyone goes through this, but I really went through a huge transformation of my self-confidence of just like, I just, if there's an, a possibility I'm going to go for it. And there was so many weird things in my life that like, I never thought I could ever do that Mm. for myself personally. And that is one of the biggest time testaments that blow my face off of like if that's true then this is true for anyone and i feel like a lot of people would go oh need to get over the hump of thinking they're worth it of thinking that they're enough for that or Mm -hmm. whatever the concept Mm -hmm. is at this point i just feel like that shouldn't even be in question and i know that lives in millions of people unfortunately though it's like once you just know like hey just be the person that you see doing that that's it mm-hmm. there's something very special i think there for anyone now i'm just like now it's like the full shopping center of like i'm gonna do that experience yeah. i want to try that thing and like you know what what can i fit and with astrology bring that to what's life what's in the in budget way. though bro what's in the spiritual <laughs> energy budget that's the thing as a sag i want to do fucking everything but like i also need to pick two three things i don't know two cents but
1: yeah and do you <laughs> guys a time. no go ahead <laughs> I, something that came through for me as you were speaking about that, it's like, I think this will be helpful for the listeners, like, when you do feel that next thing, like, if it does feel scary, or you've, you're like, Oh, I'm not enough, or I'm not capable or whatever, if these
0: definitely not me, but just ca- in general, ca- though, ca- like, ca- right, because that yeah. comes up
1: for a lot of people. Yeah. And so I think if you can just like remind yourself of the last time that something really big came up, and you're like, "Ooh, can I do that? Right? And but you did it just like reminding yourself like actually I've already been here before like I've already done this totally. it was just in a different capacity
0: to, to, to actually touch on that my biggest thing when I was growing up was uh, being a musician mm-hmm. I remember the quote like if you're not born with it you don't got it mm-hmm. and that sat with me for a long time and the desire outweighed the fucking tr- mm-hmm. scrutiny that I couldn't do that and it was like I'm just gonna do it into a way that like I can't I'm, like, so frustrated that I have to do it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And now I look at myself and at least, like, you know, and I'm humble about this, but I recognize, like, wow, Ricky, you did this. So, I kind of, like, give myself the grace, like, I don't need anyone's validation. That I want to bring back to viewers and anyone because it's really, like, don't deny or have this constitution of, like, this is who I am. I would never do that. I'm kind of, like, fuck that. Like, you can literally... Jump into any book, and if you're getting some intuitive hits, if you're getting some dreams, if you got an inkling of a thought, I'm I'm doing most things in my head because I've had like, wow, that little vision of doing that would be so unreal and precious. And there's usually, if you're open to it, in astrology would say there are moments and opportunities. Like, well, I'll put this little panel on the floor and see if you care. If you don't give it two cents of, uh, of attention, no, don't worry about it. It'll go somewhere else. But it's like, God will send you the life vest yeah. you know, if you're yep. cu- if you're asking for Always. it. You
2: know? uh, some practical things to think about, just to round that. <laughs> we were told is, uh, when <laughs> something like, comes oh. through for you, <laughs> if you have to kind of think. Uh, for me personally, I'm just gonna tell you what I do. Okay, and I, if it's really coming through, like it's hard. You she journals, right? I have like. I have notes on my phone, and I also recommend journaling. But I use notes on my phone just because it's handy. It's you could be out in nature, and it comes to you. You don't have your journal. You know, you have your the phone. Cloud, card, bro. You know, yeah. so you're able to just write it all out into a note. So what I do is I do step one for me is always I write it down on a notes in my phone. I, I create a new note, and I'm like, this is the idea blank. And then I start to write like whatever comes off in a bulleted list. So I don't try to create an intro or explain it. No, it's just bulleted, bulleted, bulleted list of just like this, 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 and this. And then as I read through that bulleted list and exercise through it, I kind of start putting it in together like they're puzzle pieces. And then now I add them into context and the sentences around and explain the concept. Then what I do is i end up counseling with others so i i will i call people a lot i do recommend people should call and communicate and you know with <laughs> others you know just like just go and go get in front of I'm other people and social. get get annoying i'm just kidding <laughs> just, <laughs> no, just, you know um, but just really like you need to like try to wreck people's like marriages life okay. uh, no but you really should call people more often just reach out to people relationship build and guess what everyone else is having issues and uh, they're not not just having issues. They also want to, if they're in a positive state of mind, if they're good friends, they're also going to want to uh, run through their ideas, their intuitions, their things that they're thinking about. I know that me and Courtney do that. Me and Casey do that all and me and Ricky do that. I I know that because we all have a positive relationship with each other. We're always like, we're going to, I'm using the word exercise because I can't think of a better word, but just walk through or exercise an idea. So I always call it Seeking counsel, you seek counsel, you share with others. Hey, this is this is an idea, and this and that. It's, it's some trusted people. I get it. Uh, so you don't want to tell everybody everything about what you're thinking, because then you just look like a loser when you don't follow through. Uh, but yeah. I'm also saying, like, you know, talk to people and see what they have to say about it. Oh, Dylan, you're so good at that because you would do blank, blank, and blank, blank, and they kind of like good friends. Good friends. I preface that like in parentheses. Like good mm-hmm. friends will hype you up and explain to you why that would be such a great idea, mm-hmm. and they reinforce force it
3: dylan that is a good point um i also kind of wanted to mention having your why you're doing something which i think is goes back to the excitement and all this but i feel like the the beginning the beginning can be hard because of all of our self-defeating thoughts if we have those um but also like the really hardest part is the messy middle and there's um Lead to Win podcast. I cannot remember the, the man's name, but he just—he's a really smart guy. Um, he he owns like a really successful business, and he always talks about the middle being the hardest part, mm-hmm. where things get just like you know they dry out. It feels like a desert. You're like don't know if you have what it takes to keep going. The energy isn't there. The excitement has kind of worn off. But then, what's left is the reason why you are doing this mm-hmm. thing, and so I feel like. What's really helpful is to capture that at the very beginning when the essence is there, when the excitement is there, the Mm -hmm. light and the sparkliness is there. And sometimes it's helpful also. I'm a business owner. Um, It can get really hard to put out content and get kind of criticism or negative comments and, and or negative things happening in your business or things not progressing, one of the things that lights me up the most is to see how I've helped people. So like feedback from clients, feedback from readings or videos. And like my idea was to actually take that all the positive stuff, and put it into a binder. So when I get into that messy middle Mm -hmm. and I'm feeling real bad about myself and I'm really questioning everything, I have not only my why, but also the evidence of what I'm actually contributing. And that might look different for everyone, but I feel like having some kind of grounded tether Mm -hmm. to the core of the reasoning of why you're doing something is so key.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that. And I'm actually in the messy middle right now mm-hmm. with my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's those reminders, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's customers showing up in my inbox saying, "Oh my god, I I just drank your cacao today, and I feel so great, or I got the clarity that I needed, or I healed something within myself, or you know, like maybe sales have been dry for a bit, and I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. should I just shut it all down? And then like a huge order comes in, you know." Yeah. And so, it's just, it's nice to have those whys as your anchor. Mm -hmm.
2: I would also like to add that it's, we can get into this later, another episode for sure, but it's okay to use the supernatural to give you those responses in, in return. Like, what she said when she experiences things like a slowdown in the business, you know, things like that, it's just more like, praying and just manifesting in a way affirming and just being like i just pray that things like more orders come in and if like i will receive these things because in a lot of these like ways that we work with a lot some of our businesses is we kind of need to make sure that they're those 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 schedules are booked or that's something that someone comes through and 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 books with us or whatever and a lot of that is just straight God like just straight up it is you can't try to like you can be tactful but also like you just need to pray to God that like it works out Right.
1: I love that and I think we should absolutely do an episode specifically on that because I have so much to say on that Um, And it's really powerful.
0: So yes, that's coming. I wanted to touch on this because when you said with the why, you know, and you can call it the fire element or call it whatever, but I think that matters everything because your intention of walking into something holds all the keys of what you're going to do and why. Mm -hmm. For me, I think that's the biggest thing because sometimes I can see a little bit of like a little bit pro out of like someone's intention dropping into this. I mean, I knew people that like the reason to go in a gym is because they feel like shit and they just want to look better and get validation. Look at that intention. Look at that why. I ain't trying to criticize if that's your thing, but at the end of the day, that's unsustainable. Like, you know, that's not really a purposeful, all incoming. That's not a a thing that really is going to propel people to really go there. At least I don't feed from that. And so, what were you going to say on that? I I
3: will kind of push back on that because I've heard a lot of people start a diet or start going to the gym because of that. And then as they get actually into it, they discover the true why. So
0: there's a lot of areas in life that are run from insecurity that we later can purify along the way. But there's definitely times where I see some of the greatest like Falls or hits or things that happen usually come from that running rampant, you know, where people don't have that why in in full encapsulation. I'm very Mm -hmm. passionate about that because I find when people don't understand where their intentions are, there's an unsustainable mechanism where the middle may or may not hit way harder. When I do something, I don't have that. I don't have a loss for, like, I know my purpose and mission. I'm going to die doing this. And that's just something for me that doesn't leave, you know. And, and there's an element there, I guess, can be for different people. But I think it's huge on that stuff. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but kind of it leads into an unearthing thing for myself. Because, you know, I guess I could say that, like, I found areas where, like, well, what is the purpose of that? And, and once I find a more pure exhaust to like really go from i don't need to get distracted from other things because a lot of this world is being run on insecurities for other things and they will might may never get to that point and i've seen people all burn out all burn out and or forget why it even matters when the going gets tough Mm, because the why is not fucking strong enough that is not authentic to who you Mm -hmm. are so it doesn't even matter so it's just like it's being run off the insecurity it's like dead branches when it's nothing from the core essence of that person and so you're getting like you're getting a little kindle but like how big are you opening that up for yourself and i don't think that gets talked about enough i don't think people even conceive of that you know
2: well just as i mentioned earlier how like god works through other people totally uh it's kind of like you have to ask that question of like how is this divine entity or god or the creator or whatever you want to call it how is this entity working through you for other people just as other people could be your source for what you're experiencing or the motivation or whatever have you? And like what she mentioned earlier, Casey, she said that you know people would message her about her cacao and that somebody had, let's say an awakening or got clarity or processed something emotionally mm-hmm. when they drank it. It's kind of like, was Casey's purpose for that person to do that? Like, no, not really. The <laughs> purpose has to do with like, I want to bring this to people so they can have these similar experiences. And through that purpose and through that thing, it, it's like what happens later is you all were kind of pu- pulling and tugging on this, but it's like more and more you do something, your purpose is more and more refined through mm-hmm. that process For and you're sure. like oh yeah this is why I'm doing it because you know you know why originally it, there's an initial why but that initial why may not actually c- continue to like expand more yeah. and more I like, agree yes, yeah, yeah I, I totally
0: agree
1: yeah I could totally share a whole story on that with the cacao on how that evolved into what I thought it was into what it really was mm. on a deeper level so, totally yeah and I think it just also takes that initiation of like I'm just gonna take the first step
3: do right. you wanna share that story
1: I mean, I can,
3: and then we could all get into like one of our past stories. I
2: feel like both y'all wanted to comment, though.
3: <clears throat> yeah, Ricky, what do you want to say before we do that?
0: I lost my thought. Um, well, then, like Corny,
3: Corny, well, what like do you want to tell that story? I think that could be nice to hear.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I can do it in a shorter version, but I mean, the cacao kind of started through an invitation, like from a friend, and. Um, I got really passionate about cacao a handful of years ago and I started taking it for health benefits. I was really into health and food and how food is so, medicine. Um, and I was just drinking it every day just because it's incredible for your health. I mean, it's packed with antioxidants, magnesium, iron, so much goodness. Um, and little did I know along the way it was cracking me open and I was, mm-hmm. it, it kind of opened a portal of my own healing. Um, and then I just started like playing around with different brands and different things and, um, And then I started just like concocting my own little potions in my Mm -hmm. kitchen. And I'm a big superfood person. So I would just put this and this and this and mix it all together. And I would have just like a mason jar in my kitchen of like my little cacao potions. And um, I was over at a friend's house the day after Christmas in 2020. And he had a, a, a cacao product that... Um, is really popular and I had actually been wanting to try it and I was like oh you have that I want to try it and he's like cool I'll make you some and so he made me a cup of it I was reading the ingredients he's like I personally think it tastes like dirt (laughs) I was like well there's no sweetener and it has mushrooms in it and mushrooms are earthy and cacao can you know it's bitter without any sweetener Um, and and I tried it and I liked it because I I like earthy and I don't (laughs) mind the bitterness of the cacao, but um, I was drinking it and I was looking at the ingredients and I was like, I actually make something at home that's really similar to this, but it tastes better. And he just looked at me and he was like, Casey, like, why are you not selling this? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, no one's ever asked me to. I never thought about it. Um, And so that was kind of my invitation to create something that isn't out there and 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 my version is different um and and the reason I was making my own is because I either was finding there was really great high quality cacao um but very expensive or it was like a good price point but like crappy quality and I like quality I'm a very bougie person with my food (laughs) um but I was like why would I pay all this money when I don't have to I can just make it myself and I enjoy it So I decided that day after Christmas in 2020, I was going to do it. And so that January, I launched it. I did a soft launch through Instagram, and I did a pre-order. And I had people just pay me through Venmo and send me their shipping address. I didn't even have a website, didn't have the LLC, nothing. And so then through that, people, I had like 20 or 30 orders just off the one time I announced it. And so I shipped it out. People loved it. I got great feedback. So I did another pre-order, sent out more. And then got so much good feedback and I was like, okay, this is a business. So then I got my LLC, you know, made my website, all the things. And then, so also while this is going on, I'm facilitating retreats, attending retreats, working with a lot of other healers and coaches, coaches out there. And I got the request, like, because I was just using like raw organic cacao. And then I had people reach out to me and they were like, can you make this like in ceremonial grade? Like, can you get a ceremonial grade cacao? I was like yeah sure and I'm like how the fuck am I gonna do that like (laughs) you know like so I just started like googling right and and researching and it's you don't really find like powdered ceremonial grade like it comes in a a big block and so part of my product and the uniqueness is that it's it's still keeping the tradition of it but it's like in a unique accessible way for Americans to enjoy for you know keeping that simplified but um, anyway long story short I figured out how to get ceremonial grade and how to turn it into powder and provide it for these people who were wanting it and wanting to support my brand and my vision. Um, and I actually got divinely connected with a small, all Mayan women ran co-op down in Guatemala and that's where I get it from. And so just, it was such a magical experience how this all got created. But my point in sharing this is that I literally was just making it in my kitchen because of the health benefits and I enjoyed it. And I thought, Oh, I'm just going to create a product. And then, little did I know, it would be highest of highest quality used in ceremony and helping people on their healing journey.
3: Hmm. It just gets deeper as, yeah. the, as you get more and more into it. Yeah. Did you want to say anything, Ricky?
0: No, it's just very present with your story, actually. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, why don't you share, like, one of your unearthing experiences?
0: yeah as we were talking about this i I guess i was genuinely thinking about me doing astrology you know this channel is called unearth yourself and i was like phasing out for a little moment to be honest I, I i just found that like i was just a child kind of put in a demeanor of what is life who is why am i me like this the big thought of like why am i this person but like i had this five-year-old thought of like why can't i be you like why am I having to be this person? And watching this this area of people that kind of already knew who they were, like this person, they're oh, they're a firefighter, they're a doctor, whatever the hell. And having this proclaimed essence as a child of like, I don't understand why did they choose that kind of thing or whatever. The unearthing part for me is somewhere in 2007. I had an astrology book, and I just, this is definitely very spark noted, but like, I basically was like, I just want to see, I'm skeptic, but I want to see, like, how of essence is this for me versus other people? And it's so funny because it was my little experiment that I didn't really care what happened. I was just kind of like, Jesus, take the wheel, show me what I need to see. And I was like recording my moon phases from like 2007. A lot of my friends back in Texas knew this about me, but I never really effing told anyone really what I was doing or observing. I remember doing a band practice, Moons in Virgo, and it's like, hey, we really need to get our times on point and really fix everything. I'm going to hit everything just to piss off the No, pointy. I'm like, having anxiety.
3: No, that's why okay. I'm doing
0: it. No, I'm just kidding. But back to my story is like, it's, it's funny because I found myself literally just so compelled to do it as a child no one told me to do this mm-hmm. no one told me to figure this out and no one and actually quite contrary and more resistance to this than ever support ever mm-hmm. i never really actually had any support and i find you know an experience like hey my high school crush she's crying she walks up to me and just embraces me in a hug and it's one of those things as a boy at like 14 years old you're like what the fuck was that like you know like what the hell, like, Divini <laughs> shit just happened there? And I was like, that's so crazy. And I see everyone walking in life, just memories passing them by. And I get like, we're all going to forget everything. I'm just, this was so special. I'm going to record that. And I did that and did that and did that and did that. Tw- come to f- 2014 or something eclipses changed my life i was like i i was crying like in 2015 so fulfilled on what i was connecting with that i was like i don't give a rat's ass if you believe this or not and like i can't deny the thousand things i've experienced and actually got to credit dylan and a lot of things along the way of just hey bro like this is your jam like you do you're like so into this and i just laughed like i uncovered myself i didn't think on that i didn't I just did it out of excitement. I didn't go, I'm going to go be an astrologer. Like actually it was almost like fucking scared of that weird thing. I was like, what are people in high school going to say? I don't give a fuck. I'm so fulfilled with that. And it's also allowed me the dimension of knowing myself to uncover many other facets of myself. And I feel this tinge of pain for society. I've written posts on this on Instagram. Like no one will ever know truly what I see in them, but it's also, what do we all get to see in ourselves? can we actually see who we are enough? And like that element comes in a full spectrum here with this podcast is like when everyone gets to be them fucking selves, like you're in connection and we need to stop being fucking sheep and the clogs and the wheels that this world has made us. So I just realized like that's something I'm so passionate about. Of I care so much about connection. I care so much about intimacy. This world needs to be more intimate. Nature is very intimate and I think that's something we don't really like connect with anymore. And so, like that was a huge uncovering part of myself. So yeah, mm. appreciate y'all.
1: I love that. I to oh, that. Thank
3: you for sharing, Dylan. You're breathing mm-hmm. really loudly into the mic. <laughs> yeah, I'm bro, like, what <laughs> is that? It's just like Dylan's <laughs> sound. I was like, saying I got- half.
0: I literally the Gemini is going to be tortured by every microism. So I'm going to continue it from channels going- to
3: come- uh, Oh my god, <laughs> I have misophonia, so I will like hyper focus. What on is sounds. that? There are certain, like, I will get bothered by certain sounds and, like, I will hyper focus on them. So, like, if someone's chewing gum next to me, it will, like, enrage me. Like, look it up, misophonia.
2: It's funny because her dog is snoring next to her. It doesn't <laughs> seem to bother her at all.
3: <sighs> Not in the mic. I got these on. True, yeah.
2: Okay, okay. That's, no funny. that's
3: funny. it's, it's like <sighs> We need to get you have- like, oh, like headphones. We ran
0: out of headphones, but we need to get you some, Dylan. Very soon. So, so breathe yeah, quieter. I think, like, where me and
2: Ricky probably just we veer off as like I, I believe the earth is flat, so I don't actually think <laughs> oh that there's stars yeah, right. or anything. We're
0: circles, so everything else is flat. <laughs>
2: no, I'm messing around. Um, yeah, it's funny because you know, with Ricky just experiencing life, and then yeah, like he said, he kept this like super private. Uh, passion, you know, and, uh, but also more or less documenting the, the ways, the cycles, the things that are happening in his life, but also in other people's lives. And um, it's interesting because just those same way is um, Ricky, is he he wants to get in your business basically no uh he 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 the tendency to like be curious of how other people are experiencing life and and trying to like kind of reason with it using astrology and using the map of the constellations if you will Mm -hmm. to try to map person a person's experience on this planet and why they're experiencing these things and so So through that practical nature which is that what i see like that's the vision the like the glasses i put on you know are just Mm -hmm. like i only can see the scientific things that actually line up and make sense of it all
0: but but i i love doing that too so i get to relate back and forth with you on like the practicality of things too like i don't like fucking i don't want to be a woo-woo astrologer or even a woo-woo person personally but yeah 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 yeah
2: and and so i think that um yeah just i'm kind of like just you know I'm seeing that and it's just something I've acknowledged. I think for me personally, it's been like. My interest has been, I mean, I've done, I've done everything that I feel my life is full of confrontation, like just full of just full sending on something that it's so is true, like, Oh, somebody would disagree with me. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I literally, I know this way like never- more than you do. And I've studied it through and through. And I have this like balance in my, in my human design. That's like, I can see both sides of this and I understand why this perspective is this perspective and I understand. So it's like, while at the same time, I can still take an opinion of my own uh and then also but like balance it all out like and and i remember i'll never forget in debate class if y'all ever took debate class they they make you debate both sides of an issue and or they pick basically they pick the side that you're going to debate so you have to like come up with all the evidence of that side of the issue, even though you totally disagree. But now you're having to be forced to research all these things. And so I did debate and did all this stuff. And I remember experiencing life that way in high school. And I'm like, I like this. I like to be able to look at ideas, look at the way people view the world, look at the way the systems work in the world. And I, I was joking on the other podcast that like didn't seem to make it, uh, was that I used to like play Age of Empires, which is if anyone knows a PC game like that, like it's very close to civilization and it's where you like upgrade your civilization, you know, where you, you start in this prehistoric era or not prehistoric, good God. Uh, but you you start in
0: this like, yeah, like almost
2: like, yeah, like almost like barbarian society, but you, you kind of like invest in all these resources in, in these levels, like whether it's like military or like, you know, wood for building and like gold and all this other stuff. And then, yeah, you invest in different things in society, like education and culture and music and and you're like all these different things but you like build a civilization so I don't know I got really curious about that stuff and then but yeah with my own personal journey like unearthing myself kind of thing it was like, just like a pinball machine of experiences because it was like, I went to college, then I started getting skeptical about the system and like the college system itself. And even though I was totally into it, I was having these all these little awakenings. And then I got involved in network marketing, which is arguably one of the most like controversial like pyramid scheme, next level stuff. But like <laughs> when you fully understand, I'll never forget it. Like I was in it before I even knew that there was skepticism around it. It was almost like I was just in it and then i was making money and i was building this big team and then i remember somebody like i went did a presentation at another place and somebody was like oh yeah this is like a total scam like you'll never be paid for this or something like that just like oh this this money doesn't exist or something and i just like was perplexed because i remember thinking well i've already been paid by this company multiple times but he believes in his perspective that i'll never get paid right mm-hmm. and i don't know why that was an opening for me of like people literally just will commit to their like whatever they their opinion is or whatever mm-hmm. and and i figured i'm like well i want to do things and i want to see that and i noticed in that in that instance that some of the most controversial things that exist or have platforms that exist or anything, oftentimes can be the truest things and they they hit hard. Um, And I, I just recognize it because we're all living in a paradigm that's like, you know, this like Andrew Tate guy was like, "If you see me pull up in a Bugatti at a gas station, what do you really think? Like, you don't think, you know, that person?" Like, must- do you think
0: he went to college? And he's like, "Yeah, fuck no." No, he the, knows the first that he thought the system
2: or something. Yeah, the first thought isn't like, "Oh, that person has a master's degree and God knows what." Like, no, the first thought from someone at the gas station is like, "That person's a drug dealer or some kind of business owner or some rich, you know, crypto millionaire or something." Like, they obviously don't think that they they got that Bugatti or that level of status in life or whatever doing the traditional paradigm way and i noticed early early on in 19 i'm like i just don't want to be in this paradigm i want to like level up and like do anything that's uh kind of contrary because almost almost contrary to regular society is better than what regular society is doing so i started to apply that in every facet of my life and like building different businesses and different ideas just becoming a full-on entrepreneur and um i think that like yeah, that's definitely for myself personally, like unearthing. And then I got really obsessed with the idea of like leaving a legacy. And I got obsessed with um, leadership and being like, okay, if I teach this person to do something in life or whatever it is, then they possibly cannot just apply that to their life and they change a life and uh, they change their life and, and everything goes well for them. It's deeper leadership when you're like, I'm going to teach this person how to apply A, B, C technique or whatever, but also I'm going to teach this person how to teach someone else and then I want to teach this person how to teach someone else to teach someone else and it's almost like a whole generational level pattern that you can create and I feel like I've done that in so many different avenues um, with different things that I do and that's ultimately like what even brings me to like doing something like this podcast you know it's just more of an opportunity to quite possibly teach someone to teach somebody to teach somebody and that's kind Mm. of the thing and that's how we make wave changes you know generational changes because those kinds of changes or, and, and those kinds of transformations will end up becoming like the benefit for all society.
0: Amen, brother.
3: Wow.
0: Amen. I do want to touch on that. Dylan, honestly, you awoken three different concepts within the podcast of like leadership. And I was in a paradigm in my life, man, where like I just couldn't take a flight somewhere and just commit now, figure out later. That was not in my paradigm, bro. And like, there's these elements where like, you know, that status quo they rewired some things for me. And I just want to give you hints of that, man. Like being involved with, it was leaderships or it was like personal development seminars or like we went to GoPro in Vegas and like those moments of consciousness and you're around millionaires and stuff is like, it, it it elevates your consciousness, you know, It wakes you the fuck up. Like, yeah. So
1: I love that. And what I'm really noticing a common theme with the four of us is like our own, like our individual unique work that we do in the world is creating a ripple of elevating the planet and elevating consciousness and I just I'm just like witnessing that and that's really cool amen yeah I love that you said that because I feel like um sort of
3: like Ricky how I came into astrology was I mean for me it was kind of I don't know it just happened um through YouTube through the internet but it was also so different than my family. And, you know, I I love my family to death, but I I do feel really dissimilar to them. And mm-hmm. my mom, for example, you know, she would tell me, like, kind of this, this is what we do. Like, we, she thinks very practically. Like, it's almost like a survival-based mindset. And I've always been like Casey, very much focused on what makes me feel free, Mm -hmm. what brings depth and curiosity and excitement to my day-to-day life. And it has led me down a very impractical and odd kind of road. And I have had to give up, actually, things that felt like they fit really well into the box of society. Like, Mm. I went, I got a master's degree. Actually, I got three degrees, but my master's was, like, the last one where... I wanted to basically teach English as a foreign language, maybe be a professor. And I started kind of going down that path. And then I saw the professors and like their day to day lives. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I actually, I've always wanted to teach because teachers have impacted my life in a really profound way. But I don't want to live their life. Like, I was looking at these people thinking, this is this ideal that I've kind of set up. But I need to do this in my own way, because this is going to kill my soul to have to fit in the Mm -hmm. system, to write papers, to not actually focus on teaching at all, but achieving a certain standard, looking a certain way, getting money for your program, like it's all bureaucracy and all this bullshit. And I feel like sometimes you discover that as you go into a career, go into something that's not actually what you thought it was. And so... I actually kind of started going into astrology just for my personal self. And then I allowed that to completely take over. And I really have pretty much like fully left behind that more like status quo traditional version of myself. Um, I do love those things still. I do love teaching English, but I found that like astrology in particular allowed me to get to such a profound level with people. And it satiated a much deeper part of myself, and so I feel like for a lot of us, we will go against the grain. We will have to kind of question the way that things are done. Um, we will have a huge transformation from the beginning to the end of what we want to do, and like realizing why we're doing it. Amen. And all of this is just a larger process of unearthing ourselves with time. Mm-hmm.
0: Really appreciate you sharing that, Courtney. Honestly, that was that was awesome. Thank that was goodness. that was fire. Yeah. Casey, what was um, your unearthing moment?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. So Courtney, I love what you shared and I relate to a lot of that. <laughs> um, you know my whole life, as far as I can remember, I've always been naturally innately and optimistic. Um, and I've had this like lens of life of like best case scenario, like seeing this expanded view of the potential of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up in a city and with a family that had very different perspectives and I grew up feeling like the black sheep um, I don't know if anyone else relates to that like watching oh, this or black you sheep guys black club
0: right now like, like yeah. I, <laughs> we're
1: gonna make t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> t-shirts so I I always feel like the black sheep in my community and in my family and um, you know my ideas you know and, and I'm a Pisces I'm a dreamer I have these like big expansive ideas and dreams and you You know, it was very, very often shut down. Like, I would have, like, a big Mm -hmm. idea or, you know, something that I wanted to create or I wanted to do in my life. And it would be like, no, that's not for you. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, don't get your hopes up. Like, I heard that a lot. And so, I kind of grew up with this, like, limitation, which Mm -hmm. I shared earlier. One of my top values, one of the top things that motivates me in life is freedom. Mm And so, I really grew up feeling kind of like caged in, like I couldn't really fully express who I am mm. to the full, you know, mm-hmm. my full potential. And so, I would say like my unearthing, probably the biggest unearthing moment in my life was, so, I haven't shared much about this yet, but I'm a mother, um, and I, I, I had a baby at 24, and that really was like probably the most pivotal moment of my life, and when I, Addie was, so I had kind of started my own like awakening journey and I got really curious. Actually. Okay. This was like the moment. This was the exact moment (laughs) I was with an ex-boyfriend and we were watching the movie. What is it called? Fool's gold with Matthew McConaughey Mm -hmm. and um, Kate Hudson love both of them. And I got really curious. I was just like, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies, but I was like, how does Kate Hudson look so damn good? Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, what does she do? Like, what is what's her workout routine? What's her diet like? And I grew up in Indiana. So like not the most health conscious place in the United States. Um, And I've been pretty fit and active my whole life, but I never really put like intention with food or mindfulness or anything. And so Anyway, I started looking online and she did this like insane workout routine and diet for, for specifically for this movie. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's interesting. And then I was like, what would it look like if I was intentional with my workout routine and with my diet, like I've never done any type of anything, other than just sports in high school, and I would like go to the gym and stuff and go to yoga classes, but I was never really intentional. And so lo and behold, of course, I I put this question out into the universe. And then like the uh, within a week later, I come across this like, program on the Facebook. And it's like this 30 day like challenge thing. And it's like workouts and a meal plan. And it was like 50 bucks or something. I was like, okay, what do I have to lose? I'm just I did this out of pure curiosity. And so I joined and did this 30 day program. And little did I know, it would like change my whole entire life. And I got really into meditation and it was like as soon as I started eating super clean food it was like life was literally in like HD I was like oh my god everything is so vivid and colorful and it was like it it made me feel like a kid again like I was like this is what life looked like when I was a kid like wow and so I just I started to feel really good and so I kept up with it and then I that's kind of you know what started my awakening to self is like my health journey and so Fast forward a few years later, Addy was five, and we were in the living room. It was like a rant, like a Sunday, and she comes up to me and she's like, "Mommy," and I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Why are we here? Like, why did God make us?" And I was like, "Love it." Damn, that's a really good question. It's very existential for such a young child. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Scorpio, and yeah, <laughs> she's Scorpio. <real. laughs> And I was like, well, I don't know like 100% the answer to that question. I was like, but what I believe to be true is that we're here to be happy and we're here to love and we're here to share that with other people. And then it just hit me. I had this like moment of like, oh my God, like so many people have forgotten, like they have forgotten why they're here and they're unhappy and they're living a miserable life and working a job they hate and in a unhealthy toxic relationship eating shitty food and just working their nine to five which for those of you who love your nine to five like yes i love i support that but like a lot of people are working their nine to five and they're miserable um and so i I had this moment of like oh my god like this is part of my dharma is to help people remember and and to go on the path of self-discovery and their truth and like showing up in a way that's like this is the life meant for me Um, And so that's where Follow Your Happy was born. Um, That's when the brand was created. It was started as a blog and then now it's like expanded into so much more. But um, that was a really like unearthing moment for me of like discovering who I am and what my purpose is um, in this human experience. Oh, I love that you guys. Thank you guys all so much for sharing your
3: stories. That's so nice to hear like how... Kind of how you were born, and it's—I feel like it's this awakening or this moment where, like, a new consciousness kind of just steps into you. And you're like, "Oh, click!" Like, mm-hmm. I was meant to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so cool to see that moment of inception in all of us.
0: Yeah, totally. Right back at you, Courtney. Yeah,
3: thank Thanks. you for
2: sharing that. I think everyone should ask themselves listening to this is just like, what was your awakening moment for yourself? You know, like, how do you unearth yourself? I often in my podcast ask about people's red pill moment. Like when was that red pill moment? And if you haven't seen the Matrix movie, they maybe you don't understand this, but essentially the red pill was the decision between the blue pill and the red pill. And like the blue pill was the go to back to sleep don't worry about the problems that just surfaced for you, whether it's a health issue, condition, or whether it's something that happened in your career, or whether, again, it's happening something spiritual for you, whatever it was. You could have been like, oh, blue pill, I'm just going to go back to like not thinking about that or ignore that or suppress it. Or like we mentioned earlier about self-awareness and things, like obviously I'd ignore all these messages coming through that's nudging me to go in a certain way. Uh, but the red pill is like that opportunity to be like, I want to feel that full awakening, like what is it and like of course we just heard from casey even doing more research and googling all this stuff like she you don't know right you're just curious but also she doesn't realize it's like that's a process that's a whole awakening process and it just it's pivotal Mm -hmm. it's pivotal what does a pivot mean a pivot (laughs) (laughs) the microphone (laughs) a pivot in basketball is when you're able to stand in one place with one foot and then you can move the other foot around, but you can go in 360 degrees with that other foot. And that pivot, that direction change is often used as a way to you know, cause trickery or like to score the basket, right? So like you you pivot and which pivot you use is gonna determine how the goal ends up being created. And it's like that pivotal moment is a pivot in the way your trajectory <laughs> of life. It's so much. Uh, uh, I feel like those 30
1: a, pivots. It, just,
2: it changes the trajectory of your life completely. <laughs> completely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's, yeah, I just wanted to mention that.
1: No, I love that. And just to kind of, wrap this up on my end like that was a pivotal moment for me because it really allowed me to step into my fullest expression right like i felt so limited and i was not living a life in alignment with who i truly am at my core and because of this pivotal moment this unearthing like i was able to see the bigger picture and and see what was true for me and essentially create that for myself um And so I just inspire all of you listening, like what, what is that for you? And,
3: and what might be like kind of what we were talking about earlier, the signs, the synchronicities, the feelings Mm -hmm. that are trying to bring something new into inception. So maybe some of you guys haven't heard, uh, haven't had these big unearthing moments in terms of purpose. Maybe you've had it in some areas of your life and not others, but maybe there's something new kind of cultivating for you because based off of the astrology, that mm-hmm. is what's in the air. There's a change in the air. Mm-hmm. So kind of being on the lookout for what energy is trying to emerge right now and following that curiosity. Yeah. And from,
0: from one thing I want to really say, and it's not just, it kind of goes back to something I said earlier, because there's a lot of people out there that might not know where they've been on earth. They mm-hmm. haven't had the red pill. They're still waiting for it. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, I don't know, years old. Mm -hmm. And for my advice to say to something like that that's very fulfilling is back to the whole following your excitement because there's something there that's like, I don't know if any of us, like, really found that intentionally. It washed up on our shore some, mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. somehow. And we knew it internally, to some extent, what called us to that, you know? And there's a lot of a society that doesn't, is, is almost, like, forced our emotions down the drain to some level. Mm-hmm. Or repressed it, backed it up. Or we're not allowing ourselves to connect with that essence. And, and that's just something I feel like a lot of people have said that. Like, uh, I've told them my story with astrology. Oh, that's good for you. You can do that. And that's a fucking lie. You know, and it's that, something where it's like everyone can be on earth from their own essence. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of courage there, but it's also like, I would say I was just having fun going and experiencing something out of curiosity, just as you were yeah. saying. And one day I fell upon and found something that cannot be taken away in how I know myself to be in some way. So,
1: yeah. I well, was, some
0: people are just bad people,
2: so they're not going to get deadly. any of the He's fruits. Mm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would say,
1: yeah, like follow the curiosity. Um and I had something that came through that really wanted to be said and I lost it. Yeah. Well,
2: just look, break up with your
0: boyfriend, quit the job, <laughs> buy the airplane ticket. I know
2: it came back. There came is
1: back. something I want
0: to say on that
1: like, oh, re- really quick no, before no, no. it leaves again. So I'm so glad you brought that up because there are probably many listeners out there who have not had an uh, unearthing experience. So I would say like follow the curiosity with that, if that's who you know, you listening. And for those of you who have had an unearthing experience, coming back to like what we talked about at the beginning of the episode, like using that as your anchor, as your why, like I just personally had that realization as we were all talking, like my unearthing experience is part of my bigger why and all the things I'm creating in this world. And it's like a reminder for me personally, my journey, I'm supposed to do really big things and they're, they're supposed to feel really scary, but like remembering that like I had this unearthing experience to create And so that's an anchor for me.
3: I love that.
0: Amen. Yeah.
3: All right. Mm -hmm. So are you guys at peace with wrapping up here? Let's Let's wrap wrap it up. up. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think that (laughs) that's, there's so much more to be said, but it's never ending. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Thank you guys so much again. Re- Ricky, do you want to wrap up by starting off with like how we can find you if people want to work with yeah. you?
0: If you if you want to get a reading with me or check out my channel, you can check uh, me on YouTube, the Infinite Soul, S-O-L for the sun. My last name is Z-E-E-V-A-E-R-T. We'll have it in the link. No worries. But then um, Instagram, TikTok and all those good things
2: yeah same with me you can find my name is Dylan Suggs it's spelled D-Y-L-O-N S-U-G-G-S and uh, I I definitely am on the gram more than anything and Facebook believe it or not it's kind of a thing for me so if you can add me there um, follow me there and then you can also just look up Matrix Breakers on Apple Spotify I mean whatever you know media player you enjoy you can find me there Um, and uh, yeah that's pretty much it
1: and you guys can find me Casey Spire Uh, follow your happy.co you guys can find all the things on that website with coaching um, cacao you can find me on instagram that's where i hang out the most and it's casey spire k a s e y s p h i r e and for those of you listening if you would like to go a little deeper um with your unearthing feel free to dm me show up in my dms ask me questions i would love to connect with you guys
3: and my name is Courtney again. I'm on willowsbloom.com on YouTube and Astrology is Real Podcast. And Ricky and I both offer readings. Um, I'm getting really excited about doing more like couple readings. So um, if you are in a relationship and you want something like that, definitely hit me up or Life Purpose because that's kind of what we talked about today. And thanks so much, guys.
0: Thank you. Checking in soon. Bye.